Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Family and friends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages, cover your ears. We are back for another <laughs> episode of the Mental Matters Podcast, redefining manhood for the culture, discussing all things Black manhood, Black, black mental wellness, and most importantly, the jerk of the chickens. Yes. I am your beloved co-host, Richard, and my voice of reasoning Jarrell is here with me so how you feel brother i feel good today was a, a easy kind of light day as far as work because we don't have any production so mm. we kind of just had a day where we could just like all the engineers sat amongst each other and just coordinated like our pops used to say coordinate you know coordinate so we was able to coordinate some stuff but, but a uh, time and a close had a <laughs> Ludicrous stand up for those who don't know. But, um, <laughs> another Kanye beat. But um, we're just, I'm just thankful to be here. Uh, the weather is starting to get better, but it's still Michigan. So, you know, mm. it's just the sun. And then you put some boots on in the afternoon type of stuff. But mm. it seems like he's sour on it. <laughs> This ghetto ass weather, we was just giving Michigan its due diligence and praise on our immediate last episode. And this, look, look, this room is gray because outside is gray. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. what? Anyway. Like that. <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, I'm really looking forward, you know, because the on the sports side, like baseball will be starting. So I'm looking forward to hitting a couple of Tigers games. I know last week I did a bunch of posts. One of those posts was my opening day outfit, which uh, I probably won't wear on opening day because I don't have any opening day tickets. But oh. I will be going to a few games this summer. Me and, me and Rich, we definitely, I'll get us some tickets. And I'm probably just text you like, yo, you free tonight? <laughs> you want to go catch some uh Get some fouls or get some some daiquiris at the bar at the Tigers game. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, my guy. Yeah, yeah. so we got to do that. I'm with it. Oh, uh, the uh, a pastime of just being a Detroiter is going down to the ballpark, watching a good or not so good Detroit Tigers baseball game, depending mm -hmm. on who they playing, who hot, yep, and who was out here just pitching the lights out. Hopefully it's on our side because, you know, Detroit versus everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hey, I've been watching a little bit of baseball. And what I can see, I'm predicting it. I'm, I'm predicting that the Tigers are going to play 500 baseball. For the people that are not concerned what I'm talking about, I don't mean they're going to bat 500. That would be great, but no. Um, I'm predicting that they have – as many wins as they have losses this season. Yep. 
If I can not, see that. if not, I'm going over. They're gonna have more wins than losses this season. I'm calling it. Detroit meets great sports. I'm here for good sports. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm gonna give me another Detroit Tigers fitted, a size eight plus that's gonna fit over <laughs> these locks. <laughs> And we are going to the good old ballpark down off of Woodward Avenue. I'm with it. Yeah, because to me, it's like even like baseball isn't like the other two predominant like American sports. Like football, like the football, if, people, if your team is playing bad football, it's hard to watch. If your team sucks at basketball, it's hard to watch. But for me, like even if like the Tigers aren't like getting a whole bunch of home runs, even if they aren't getting on base, it's still something about just being in a ballpark, seeing somebody on a mound, seeing them throw strikes or balls like. I don't know. Baseball is just one of those sports to me where it's like it don't matter if it's if, if the team is good, the team is bad. Like I still want to watch some baseball on a Saturday afternoon. So there are fans that would I think beg the same thing regardless. But I mm-hmm. see your point though. Like, granted, I think since baseball is America's pastime, we usually mm-hmm. use it to pass the time between mm-hmm. the late like winter, early spring, mm-hmm. and to get us to the fall. Um, mm-hmm. Which, depending on your city, it, it just depends, right? Um, but I think we overdo. I think the Tigers, this day here, mm-hmm. and I'm calling it. We're going to be out here with the big bats, okay? With the real big, heavy sure, bats. Sure. Just knocking okay. that thing all around Comerica Park, okay? It's sure. happening. Dang it. Well, so so stand on that subject real quick. What is your go-to concession item at the ballpark? My go-to concession item at the ballpark. Um, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. However, my go-to is probably a good old beef hot dog. Thank you. It had to have been either a beef hot dog. For me personally, I go for the Italian sausage with the mixed grilled peppers on top, mm. or, the, or the squirt of mustard and a. You pepper. said go to. We ain't say when I'm feeling frisky. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, that's just my that's my go to offhand. Like, oh, that's like, it's how like you Italian know. sausage, and then Ladies if and if, gentlemen. It, if there's a weight on the sausages, then nah. I'll go to the hot dog. Nah, drill. It's big banks <laughs> out here. He said, "Give me the Italian sausage." Is nothing to a no. boss. Baby. They both the same price. The hot dog and the sausage is the same price. No, they not. Last time no, I they... went, I think the hot dog was was like four seventy five, and the tiny sausage was like four seventy five. I thought. Nah, nah. We gonna price check. We gonna come back with that one later. Okay. I, I got I got pandemic brain. My bad. You got pandemic <laughs> money. That's what you got. He got that stimmy money, ladies and gentlemen. Jarrell got long though. Uh, well, the reason I asked that is because. When me and Gabby went to the game, maybe like it was like 2019 before the pandemic. And and um I asked her, like, what did you want to get or whatever? She was like, Oh, I think I want some nachos. And I was like, Nachos at the ballpark? We don't really do that. You know, that's that's a movie theater, that's a you know, Cedar Point maybe type of thing or whatever. But maybe ballpark, popcorn or peanuts, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one of those too. But like yeah, it's like, yeah, nachos is like the wind gonna be blowing, your stuff gonna get cold before you get to your seat. Like at least the sausage, they got the foil on it. Keep it warm. <laughs> See, what used to happen is back when this was a thing downtown, you had Bucharest. So people would go to Bucharest first, get their grub on, and then go to the ballpark and you know, get their popcorn, get their peanuts, you know, get their whatever 
and get their beer. You know what I'm saying? That's that's typically what you would do. But since you know Detroit and uh, you know big business and pushing good businesses out out downtown because they want to whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, yep, yep. Now Bucharest is all over the hood, and you know, and the other up and coming spots, obviously. But yep. you know, you, we can't just do it now. We we gotta go buy Italian sausage for like I think it's like five fifty, something like that, and then a hot dog is four seventy five. It ain't the same okay. price. It's at least a it's at least <laughs> seventy five cent more. I'll accept that, I guess. So yeah, I, I just had to ask that because wanted to know what everybody goes. How about That's this? That's what I'm gonna say. If they the same price, mm-hmm. then I'll buy you. Italian sauces the next time we go to a ball game. Okay. And if they're not the same price, then I gotta buy you your hot dog and give me my Italian sausage. <laughs> uh I'll still buy your Italian sausage. But oh, okay, okay. If that's okay. the case, you gonna buy the beer. Yeah, I was gonna say I get the daiquiris or the beer or whatever. I, 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 that's one thing I haven't done ever since I've been like legal age to drink. I've always gotten the daiquiris at, at Comerica Park. I've never gotten I yeah, because the beer kind of trash. You're right. Never mind. Yeah, I'll take that back. Yeah. Get the daiquiris. We in there. I mean, both of them got like low percentage of alcohol by volume because they yeah. water down their stuff. But you know, at least they don't want you food. down there acting a fool. Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't, they don't want you having uh, <laughs> malice at the palace at the at the ballpark. You know what I'm saying? They don't want yeah. none of that. Or like anyway. we're gonna talk about later at the award shows and stuff. Listen. <laughs> I want you out here walking on stage and slapping folks, but we'll get into that in a quick second. Um, before we get into the meat, the meat and potatoes of this, today's topic, um, you know, first we got to make sure we look good. Got to see your outfits. Most importantly, we got to see them shoes. And uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Should I, should I go get my pair? I don't know, man, because I think I got the same thing you got. But uh, okay. yeah. Unless you just wanna, unless you just wanna match, you know that's what you really wanna do. But I got you covered if you don't. It's all good. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. shout out to two of my brodies. Um, one is one of my fraternity brothers out in California, um, and obviously it's this good brother right here in front of me on a computer screen. But you get it. Um, yeah. So if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, things of that nature. I like to play a game called this or that. The choice is yours, right? Shout out to Black Sheep. And mm-hmm. often I try to decide between some pivotal releases, gym shoes, Air Max, most importantly in our culture, Jordans. And I put, had a this or that for two sneakers and uh, I couldn't decide which one I wanted, but I knew I wanted them eventually you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. had to budget and figure it out and mm-hmm. uh well first let's talk about Jarrell so Jarrell looked out on release day and helped me get these bad boys right here the Dale Soul Air Jordan 13s mm-hmm. um I mean what can I say summertime gonna be dope you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready I'm so ready you know what I'm saying like this you get it. Anyway, so there's this one. And I remember it. We, we talked about this before. We talked about in the last episode how Jarrell was so infatuated. Listen, y'all see it. Y'all see the reservation. Forehead starts <laughs> in that thing. He was not playing. Get you a bro that don't play about bro. Like, 
We'll get into that in a minute. Get you somebody mm-hmm. that don't play about you. You know what I'm saying? We'll get into mm-hmm. that in a quick second. This was my most wanted shoe of 2022. I have it. I'm good. We'll see what the future holds. Knowing me, I'm probably being a hypocrite right now, but <laughs> whatever. Jarrell literally, and I and I quote, just be driving. When he go get shoes, he be driving. When he be singing to his shoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's making me want the <laughs> shoes that much more. And I'm like, Jarrell, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, you okay? Mm-hmm. He be staring at me. He be singing high notes. He be he like, he be going crazy. <laughs> but this is another classic I was able to get my hands on. Shout out to my brother out in California, Young Matt. Um, also, mm-hmm. the creator and founder of First Creations. More stuff coming soon. And um, mm-hmm. he was able to help me get another pair of shoes that was high on my priority list, but low on my on my budgeted items. I made some things happen, and I got me a pair of some playoff twins. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. <laughs> Yes, indeed. One of us. I tried these boys on earlier, and I was just like, see, these the shoes for the big fellas. These mm-hmm. fit so good. I remember having some some Air Jordan 12 cherries a couple years mm-hmm. ago, about 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, and they fit. They fit like a glove, and I was like, I, I love 12s. They just fit like mm-hmm. they supposed to. So I couldn't pass these up. And so shout out to Matt. Love you, brother. And uh, more things to come with the collab with us very, very soon. I'm not going to get too far into the weeds yet, but uh, it's going down. I'm going to keep these here because uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to even tilt my screen a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to let these I'm gonna let these just have a moment. You know, just That's nice because, because when you talk about Black men, and all the things we love and all the things we cherish and all the things we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. We need to look good from our head to the toe. So that's why we do this right here. So I think it's time to, to get into some things. Mm-hmm. This past week has been busy. You've been busy. You have been the international man. You have been flying oh, man. all up <laughs> and across the world. You know what I'm saying? Jarrell, where you where did you go? Where where you been? Where you hop? Where in the world is uh Jarrell San Diego in the last you know couple? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where did you go? Man, somehow I ended up in uh Malaga, Spain, and Paris, France. Ooh. So yeah, it was it was it was a cool trip. So we left what March 19th, like Saturday night, like it was a 9:50, 9:55 takeoff from Detroit, from Detroit to Amsterdam. We laid over in Amsterdam for like an hour and a half. We got on another plane, went from Amsterdam to uh, Malaga, Spain, and uh, it was different. I had I had bad expectations because I'm not gonna say bad. I had the wrong expectations and correct expectations because in my brain, being from where I don't know where I got this idea from, but Spain, and then in my head it connected that to Spanish-speaking people, and then I guess just being in Detroit, Spanish-speaking people are mostly Mexican. <laughs> Where oh, <we> okay. <laughs> so in my head i'm thinking like oh i'm going to like a slice of Mex- like another slice of like mexican culture nope nah. spain is on the continent of europe which is what i found out a year ago when we started planning this trip 
And uh, it was really, really Europe. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is like Italy. Like, every place sold thin crust pizza. Every place sold pasta. Um, there was some place that sold steaks. You had, like, some places that did paella. Then they had, like, the regular Burger King, KFC, McDonald's. Uh, Popeye's coming soon. So it wasn't the food culture experience that I was looking for necessarily. Um, I enjoyed the food at some of the places, but other places it was just like hit or miss kind of thing. Like it's hard to do a bad steak. Tell us about the art. You had a man. (laughs) (laughs) There's a comment that you made about the art, and I don't know if I'm going to say it or let you get it off. But uh, yeah, tell us about the art. um, So Malaga, Spain, is apparently the home of Pablo Picasso, who's like the one of the top artists of the what that would be like the 19th century or 20th century um anyway yeah so they had a whole picasso museum dedicated to him since it's his home city and everything and the art in there was in my opinion not very impressive um, <laughs> they're probably not gonna let me back in spain after this but i don't care <laughs> i'm in the d so i'm home you can't do nothing to me home um, in the dia we don't need your food right well that's nice got, picasso you know what i'm saying i don't the- care yeah, we got the Detroit Institute of Arts, man. I've seen I've seen better stuff in, in Detroit Institute of Arts student exhibit. Like when I say a student exhibit, that means like grades like what five through nine or six through twelve. I've seen, I've seen better, better stuff art. on graffiti walls than that. Right. I've seen better stuff on Detroit overpasses and underpasses than That's some of the it. stuff that they were deeming as like the greatest thing since sliced bread and all of that type of stuff. I mean, it was just stuff in there. He's just drawing like a face with three eyes and they call me an art. I'm like, man, if, if Picasso saw Heidelberg, like he would basically have like the whole like orgasm. Like <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do with himself, man. So uh, yeah, I wasn't mm. impressed with that with that museum. Some stuff was, was cool. Like, oh, like I would have never thought that you could carve something out of this. Oh yeah, that's cool or whatever. But 70% of that stuff was like, are you serious right now? Like, like man, like Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince is, is Bernie Picasso. Listen, He's a fictional character. <laughs> listen. Can we talk about the whole season one of okay. Bel Air? Like, and I don't want to get too much time because while we do want to talk about Bel Air, we gotta, we gotta, we I don't want to call it a think piece because I'm tired of y'all Negroes. But mm-hmm. we we got we I, I gotta defend black men everywhere. I just have to. There's something going on. There's an epidemic again, once against us. Uh, but Bel Air season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this actually may be a low-key good segue. One mm-hmm. of the things that I truly do appreciate about Bel Air, especially season one, it's not necessarily just because they got into a more intimate version of the storyline we are familiar with with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. But it really tied and really dug into black men's mental health. Like, okay. if you really thought about it, you know, you think about the pressures that Carlton was going through um, just to exist in a predominantly white space and, you know, the need to be successful behind his father's success. Um, you think about such characters as Jabari Banks plays as Will Smith from the mm-hmm. original series, you know. <laughs> Got one little fight, my mom got scared and he pulled out a gun and shot in the air. You know, that wasn't part of the series. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
you know, that forced him to go into a situation that he wasn't familiar with, um, to an unfamiliar environment, you know, all these new people, all these situations, not being the man at one point in time, um, mm-hmm. and really having to adapt to that lifestyle, which I've actually experienced, and that's definitely a game changer. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, the emotional trauma of not really knowing your father, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, walking out, not being there. Like, all mm-hmm. these things, if people don't, we don't talk about them, Right. They can eventually become triggers when somebody mentions them, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know, I want I, I really want to get into this bag today because as we come upon, and I say, another anniversary of this podcast. One mm-hmm. of the things mm-hmm. that we want to make sure we stick to the root of its core is us as black men addressing our mental health and why we don't and do talk about the things that we don't do talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Will wasn't really out here trying to talk about his dad. He was like, at one point, he was like, I don't, I don't want to meet him. I don't want to know about him. I'm good. Right. Until Carlton, Carlton, you know, was like, listen, you was there for me when I had my breakdown and I was doing these drugs. That's why I see you challenged me. So with mm-hmm. all due respect, cousin, you need to open this envelope. You need to read about your father. Get all the answers you need, so you can address your things. Mm-hmm. And once he opened an envelope and he found out that his dad was downstairs, second off, when he found out who his daddy, we all found out who his daddy was, like that played Lou. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, how, how did you feel when you seen Lou? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you think he was going to get some laughs in? Who, who you was know, Lou? I can't Let's say that. For the people. You should have saw it by now. That's your fault. That's the thing. So I couldn't even have an honest reaction to it because somebody spoiled it for me, right? Uh, so, I, like, they didn't do it on purpose. Like, even Gabrielle said it. She was like, well, you spoiled that for yourself. So I'm on Facebook, and I'm not, like, like they didn't put, like, nothing about Bel Air or nothing like that. So um, I'm at work, and I'm just, you know, I scroll on Facebook when I got free time, so, which is rare, but uh, don't tell them that. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm scrolling on Facebook, and I see somebody put, like, Marlon and Capital letters with a question mark and they put like a, a mind blown like emoji so i'm like wait don't tell me marlon wayne's died that's the first thing that came in my head so Child. i google it i google it and i'm like i can't take it to marlon wayne's died so i see i see it and they like marlon wayne's guest stars on bel-air so I'm like, oh shoot i swiped it off like Mm-mm, don't even think about it, don't even think about it, don't even think about it was, and then like in my head it was like see the finale he's loose i'm like oh, i ruined it for myself that's what i'm thinking in my head so uh, I'm watching the show with Gabrielle, <laughs> and then and I'm and she's like, I wonder who is it gonna be. I'm like, just watch it. I was like, somebody ruined it for me. I'm not gonna do that to you. So we watch it. You know, they show like his back, and he turns. I'm like, yep, that's who they said it was. <laughs> so I couldn't even have an honest like reaction to it, which was kind of messed up from my experience. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have called that at all. Like I could have named like a hundred other people who I thought would have been. That that person, that actor besides him, I really, if I was taking bets, I would have thought it was gonna be Omari Hardwood. I thought it was gonna be Ghost Off Power. Yo, listen, that'd have been really dope. But like, mm. you know, everybody hated him as a dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. He was not America's dad. He was America's uh man. We couldn't stand his ass. Anyway, um, the thing I, between the acting, and we got to get into this Marlon thing. Mm-hmm. For Marlon to be such a serious character mm-hmm. and a reprise of a not so serious show that covered serious things back in the 90s. Yeah. It was a game changer. I was sitting there like, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, granted, I also went wow. And if you ain't seen season one by now, this is all your fault. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sorry. We'll put the I'll make sure that the note thing is in the description that said from this time to this time. Just skip ahead. I won't do that to y'all. Maybe. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but when we saw Aunt Viv pull up to the, you know, to the art institute for her interview, and we seen the 90s version of Aunt Viv mm-hmm. and Vi. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, this, this is it. This is full <laughs> circle. We got all, all types of Easter eggs in here. Like <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. Like I felt like, you know, you, you know, you, you know that feeling like when you see your auntie and you spend a while. Mm-hmm. Like the first time mm-hmm. you've seen your your family yeah. since the pandemic yeah. started, you know what I'm saying? You was mm-hmm. like, oh, come right. here. Oh, <laughs> this hug is nice. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it felt like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to see them reprise roles within the Biller franchise, if you will. Mm-hmm. It was just refreshing. It was just a like a yeah. it was everything. I I I was here for that. Um but to the root of everything, we're gonna get into all the things Biller. And when I say that I mean the, the main character guy. Um it was it was really cool to see um you know, that side of, you know, not having a father figure and him, you know, really putting his mental health first. I don't, I want to not deal with the trauma, but the healthy way to address that is to, when you're ready mm-hmm. to begin to process your things. And, you know, between that, you know, between the whole Uncle Will thing, I mean, Uncle Phil thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, with him kind of being the quote unquote, protector of his family and you know saying i'm gonna drop out of this race mm-hmm. i'm gonna let my wa- and, and, and baby i need you to you love mm-hmm. art as much as you say you do i want you to fly we good right. jeffrey gone we good i got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. go do you and i'm gonna support you these kids gonna be good i'm gonna be good mm-hmm. i'm gonna be i'm gonna support you because in true spirit Black kings protect our queens. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it's supposed to be. And um, with long further ado, uh, (laughs) no further ado, let's talk about the need for Black men to protect their queens. Okay. And we're going to get one, just, we're going to just slide this in there and we're going to be done talking about it. And we're Mm -hmm. going to get to the root cause of why we are talking about black men and mental health today, which is every day, especially today. Mm-hmm. What date was that? I'm trying to give the dates. What date was Today's the fourth. This is the third. That means that was, uh, last Sunday. Yeah, there we go. March 27, 2022. We watched the Chris Rock was the host. Will Smith didn't like a joke that Chris Rock told about his wife being G.I. Jane, being bald headed. Alopecia is a real thing. Chris Rogers is sensitive to that. Will Smith walked to the stage. Al slapped him in the face. Walk sat down and said, keep my wife's name out your flipping mouth. He was like, it was a joke. Hope I said, keep my wife's name out your flipping mouth. That happened. Whole world went crazy. Not the Academy. Everybody trying to cancel Will Smith. How can you cancel somebody that didn't even, didn't even like cursing his raps? Y'all crazy. Whatever. Fast forward. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right, right. 
I'm going to say this. I'm going to let you say your part. We're going to get to the common thing of these important black men in today's culture. Will Smith did exactly what he was supposed to do. He probably shouldn't have did it on live television. Chris Rock knew better. He made a whole documentary about good hair and his daughter's hair insecurities. You know what I'm saying? He did all of these things. He has access to social media. He has access to Facebook. He has access to the Red Table Talk series. Jada has talked about her hair struggles. You don't know what Will Smith was going through. Stop being so damn insensitive. You can't cancel Will Smith. Will Smith is one of our goats. I've seen other people like Woody Allen, et cetera, do way more. Let's stop mm-hmm. this right now. Yeah. I think you sounds it up good. So, no, but, but from my perspective, um, like you said, you can't cancel Will Smith. People have done significantly way worse things than that. And um, from my perspective, though, like, right, like, I would try to see, I could see both sides. That's what's, that's what's conflicting with me, right? So Chris Rock was a comedian telling a joke, which is what they do at every award show. That's what the Oscars want him to do. So it's like, okay, he did what was asked of him, what he's been doing for like 30 years. But then on the same, like on the flip side of that coin, it's like, okay, Will Smith, Jada, they didn't like that. You can't tell Will Smith what he can't do in order to, deal with what just happened or what just occurred or what just what blow it took to his emotions you can't do that so for right. me i see it as a draw like man to man it's like okay that happened it's over with um definitely don't agree with them trying to kick him out of the academy or him even resigning from the academy none of that stuff um i think that they're i wish i wish wilson wouldn't have done it yeah um because not even like the like i don't care like what you know, they saw all oh, that was a white platform. We rarely get invited to those type of like, I don't care about none of that. Because we need to start, you know, giving ourselves our own flowers. Like I care, like the whole Grammy stuff, like I care less about white institutions honoring black music, giving us awards for art. Like they don't understand where it comes from. So I could care less about the Oscars and the Grammys, but I just wish that like, how can I say it? I've been struggling to say it for a long time. I haven't put it in words yet. So, Will Smith protected his wife the way that it seems that she wanted to be protected, which is what he signed up to do as a husband. So I have no problem going up and smacking anybody. Me personally, and I had this discussion with my wife, she told me like, yeah, if somebody like, if nobody is like threatening my life or if nobody's like, you know, continually like harassing me or something like that, there are ways that we should use our words in order to get the situation to die down. So like for me, growing up in the city, I explained to her like, I seen, I'm not seen, but I've had people who I know who I played basketball with, seen them one day, next week they did because they wore some Cartier glasses to the river walk. Like I've seen situations get escalated like that to where if somebody say something slick, I'm not just gonna walk up on them and slap them because that's not how we get down in Detroit. Like somebody gotta die after that. <laughs> you know, you don't so. slap a grown man like that's just <laughs> you don't do that. You're right. So you just don't. So so from that perspective, like. I told I told her I was like you know if I felt like I felt if I felt like I needed to like hit somebody or whatever because they was being disrespectful, my survival mode would kick in and I would like try to peep out the scene like oh does this person have a pistol who else are they with that type of stuff like who's surrounding me who do I have a stack of all that type of stuff and she was like yeah that was I wouldn't expect you to just go around like slapping people just because they're being rude or whatever or because they're being inconsiderate but 
you definitely could like use your words or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I think I would just say, hey, you know, ask him to apologize. This is an ad or whatever, make, you know, amend the situation. So for me, being where we're from, you can't just be walking up hitting people. So that's that's what kicked in with me. Um, but like I said, they're at the Oscars, so ain't nobody got no pistol in that room. So <laughs> he knew he was going to get away with it. I don't know what happens at the Oscars. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fast forward into. Well, I'm gonna rewind just a little bit further. If you have been, if you haven't been under a rock, or if you have been, whatever, um, you probably missed that there was a three-part Netflix series um, documenting the musical journey of Mr. Kanye West, also known as Kanye, also known as Jay, also known as Yeezy, also known as whatever he wants to be called today. That's his prerogative. Um, one of the best hip hop albums, I think, in his catalog is the College Dropout. That is just me. Um, many people may agree. If you listen back to some of the lyrics, some of his work, and watch the documentary, um, as like me, you may appreciate the lyrical genius and the uh, musical genius that Kanye West is. That is something we can never take away from him. Musically, he's one of the most dopest people of our generation. He is still getting Grammys out here. I believe he just won a Grammy last night for his song Jail off his latest mm-hmm. album. Um, so Kanye, congrats to your brother. Congrats to Will Smith for winning his Oscar for King Richard, his best actor. Um, we give you your flowers as you deserve on this place we call Earth, as great as sometimes raggedy as it may be. Watching that documentary for Kanye West, I don't know. Have you had a chance to watch it? Yes. Okay, all three parts. We good. If you yeah. have not watched it, again, you just rock with you people. You ain't getting around the spoilers today. I'm sorry. I'm, I changed my mind about the description. Though. You, ain't, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't remember the actual names of each of the, each of the episodes, but, you know, we talked about, you know, the very beginning of when Kanye got put his cell phone basically he was mm-hmm. hungry as all get out he was running up and down chicago he was east coast west coast he was flying everywhere he was trying to get his stuff heard and he went down to rockefeller and was like yo listen this is <laughs> this is my tape man listen to my tape this is mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and you know eventually dame dash and jay-z was just like hey yo listen we got you know <laughs> Basically, we're going to lose a producer if we don't sign this guy. And he's one of the best producers, like, in the world. You know what I'm saying? And so to see him coming from humble beginnings, to seeing that initial interaction between him and Dr. Don West, rest in peace, um, seeing how that whole thing, oh, well, thank you, Jarrell. Um, between Vision, Purpose, and Awakening, yes, those are the three names of the three episodes. Um, just seeing that transgression from Kanye West to Kanye slash Yeezy and then Yeezy to Ye. Uh, while I do not agree with some of the antics and some of the behaviors that Mr. West has put out there ever since, since the beginning of his career, I don't agree with all of them. I can understand his story a little bit more 
to the point that we as a brotherhood and we on this podcast would be remiss if we did not mention that every black man goes through something in their life that changes their life forever. Mm-hmm. I think that Dr. Donda West, his mother passing away, changed his life forever. Not the divorce with him and Kim Kardashian West. Not that. Not the whole stuff that's been happening with that. You know, I, I know that there is, I think, about with bipolarism that he's dealing with. Um, I'm thankful that his outlets, such as like the Sunday service, Sunday service choir, and you know him hosting the Sunday services, if you will, like everywhere. I think, to me personally, is probably save this man' life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, he's so good and so successful that he's competing with himself at such a weird level. It's like he's. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just seemed like he's battling with himself. And it's just like, you know, you got that part to Kanye. You got, you don't know, ladies and gentlemen. And Jarrell, you can jump in after this moment, after I say this. Between the day I probably had today, between Will Smith's slap her across the world, if you will, you know, and Kanye West's journey, you know, being able to finally see it, you know, shout out to Cootie. Um, you don't know until you know what we as black men go through. But then all of a sudden when we react, it's like, oh no, cancel black man. Oh no, oh no. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't know what they were going through until you, unless you're privy to the story. I don't know what happened to Will Smith that morning. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that him and Jada has been working on a very, very interesting marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole, you wouldn't have did that to August Alcina. You do not know what happened <laughs> beyond the cameras. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. So I'm all think pieced out. I'm tired of them talking about Will. I'm mad that we probably gonna get one more week of think pieces. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody uh, writing dissertations. I know everybody writing Will Smith. This is my dissertation on the Will Smith slap her across the world. I'm tired of y'all. Like, stop it. Just stop it. Mm-hmm. I'm mad we didn't get to talk about this sooner because I feel like this is another think piece. What it's not. This is more so the. I am not saying to not attack black men or black men, you know, shouldn't be you know, judged or criticized. But everybody, when they have a reaction, mm-hmm. it's because of an action. It's something, if you ever study chemistry, you know. Right. If you ain't pay attention They're to elements. chemistry, then say that. Right, you know what I'm saying? When you put some things together in one concentrated area, mm-hmm. what will happen is some sort of reaction. It may be a positive reaction. It may be a not so positive reaction. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you something. That's why it's called a reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever seen a, a play and then a replay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Action, reaction. It's the same <laughs> thing. 
So Will right. Smith slapping the life out of Chris Rock on live television, while it could have been done backstage, etc., it was a reaction to an action. And I don't think that action just happened to be Chris Rock telling a really, really bad, not hitting the mark joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From what we know, from what I can interpret, that came from Jada's issue dealing with our alopecia. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's also triggering because, again, like I mentioned, Chris Rock, sir, Chris Rock, come here, come here. <laughs> come, come right here, Chris Rock. <laughs> you are great. You're a talented actor, talented comedian. Never can take that away from you because I ain't no comedian. I'm not an actor. But I can say is this, sir, you put a documentary together talking about sometimes making jokes of Black women and just hair in general. But also to quote unquote address, and I believe this is where it gets foggy. You put together this documentary with the inspiration of showing your daughter that it's okay to have different forms of hair. Mm-hmm. So why you said that about Jada? Somebody was gonna slap your ass. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't I don't blame Chris Rock though. I know a lot of people are, I don't, you know. But I have to look at all parts of the situation. Both of them had their right for doing what they do. As a comedian, I expect you to do your research before you deliver on jokes because when you're early on and hungry, you're looking up to content, you're paying attention to what's going on, you're writing your jokes, you you think about what the potential outcomes what you want, what you want those outcomes to be. He probably didn't see Will Smith walking on stage slapping him because the man didn't even cuss him his rap, for God's sake. Right, but, right, like, right. come on. Like, if you knew she had a hair insecurity, or if you even remember that she had a hair insecurity, you wouldn't have told that joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, see, so I don't, I don't follow Red Table Talk closely, uh, only on like certain topics. So I was unaware that she even was battling that. But um, that's why she shaved same- her head. At, at the same time, though, like I know Chris Rocky did the documentary, but I feel like him being a comedian, and then it's, it's like I can't I can't fault him for you know making that joke, even though it, it turned out to be like the most ignorant thing he could have said regarding her, because it's like he did the documentary and then he told that joke, and it's like he's a comedian. I'm sure he's like a philanthropist. He's a writer. He's like all these different things. So it's like that kind of like what makes him human you know what i mean like like tupac I always use that example tupac did keep your head up and i get around on the same album it's like <laughs> the yin and yang type of thing so i can't I, I can't i can't like fault him for having both of those be like on his on his resume i mean i get it that's fine you're entitled to that i'm just me personally what i'm saying is this at the end of the day all of them are black men that simply have went through something in life and have mm-hmm. reacted accordingly. Mm-hmm. We are not the police as people. As a podcast, mm-hmm. we are not police for either, any of these people. Mm-hmm. But it is our job to understand before you place judgment on another black man or another person, just be aware of what you're judging. Like, yeah. I've had my thoughts and doubts of Kanye, you know what I'm saying? I respect the hustle. I respect that he put it he got Adidas revenue streams through the mark through the roof with the Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? Like he's done that. 
you know, I, I respect that. I respect the fact that, you know, musically is there's still some songs on his later track and later albums that while I don't agree with the album, I catch myself singing the songs. Like Beautiful Morning, that happens a lot with that. Uh Father Stretch My Hands or something like that. Uh Ultra Light Beam, that stuck in my head from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are some tracks that it's like, dang, I can't stand this. It's not that I can't stand this music, it's just not for me. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's some movies from Will that's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the I Am Legend. That was not for me. I'm sorry, it just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have that. I got you. But yeah. and I and I I was gonna say the one thing that I just wanted to like take away was that I feel like a lot of people, like how you said they're policing and everything. Like as black men, like we have to make sure that as black people we had to make sure that we don't allow each other to be labeled based on the one thing that we did that was like oh so atrocious compared to like all the other 99 things that we did that were good you know what mm-hmm. i mean how like you say you don't curse in his raps like dude was could have went to mit on a full scholarship and he came out of high school but he chose to do hip-hop got a tv show and the rest is history and it's like he's like so many other things but they stay they're trying to like you know discredit him from the um the academy or he resigned they're trying to, you know, make this thing bigger than what it is. And it's just like, dude, like, everybody has a bad day. Like, he ain't kill nobody. Like, get off of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's people out here, like, what's his name? Um, we're not going to say his name, but it was people who won awards last night at the Grammys who, you know, did, like, they had, like, sexual assault cases and stuff like that. Like, people actually, like, <laughs> damaged someone's, like, mental, you know what I mean? Possibly with their actions. Chris Rock is going to be fine. Will Smith still he is legend like i am legend like he is a legend so yeah i'm gonna just throw this out here because i'm all about protecting my black women by any means mm-hmm. um where was y'all energy about tory lanes when he allegedly shot megan the stallion mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. that's what's wrong with america right now we don't hold black men accountable all i'm saying is at the end of the day it is okay to hold us accountable mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying like if you get nothing else, it's okay to hold us accountable. Yes, mm-hmm. we may do 99 great things. There may be something that one thing that we do that our character shot. I get it. It's public, the court of public opinion, you know, everybody's guilty, right? I've mm-hmm. probably done something in my life that some people didn't agree with, probably said something somebody didn't agree with. You probably listened to the episode of this podcast and was like, hey, I'm tired of whatever. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say Jarrell's perfect. It's close to perfect I've ever seen. I'm not gonna say Jamil is perfect, <laughs> but like, and I'm pretty sure it's something that he, you know, may or may not have admitted to in his life that he's done negative. I've done something that not, you know, I'm probably, you know, not proud of. But mm-hmm. what it happens is you learn from those experiences, you grow from those experiences. And I feel as if as long as you were in the business for continuous learning, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know, mm-hmm. I've, quite frankly, just today, just today, I literally had someone tell me basically that I'm not helping them out. I haven't been providing good timely responses, good customer service. You know what I'm saying? And just like, mm-hmm. you're not telling the entire story. You're telling the mm-hmm. side of the story that you want everyone else to hear. You're mm-hmm. not looking at yourself in the mirror to ask how you contributed to the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to. However you feel about me, it's fine. Right. But for me personally, 
if there's so many things being said about you, fellow black men, sometimes you gotta take a step back and say, all right, what am I contributing to the situation? Where are some things that I can improve on for myself? And then what am I going to take as a grain of salt? And then for also, yeah, for also, I said it. It's when you're going through those certain things and you're going, you getting triggered by what's going on in the media, et cetera, blah, 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 or somebody says a thing about you, because we want to avoid this whole angry black men thing. Mm-hmm. It seems to be going around lately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Kanye lashing out about his kids not having access to his kids. You know, well, obviously, you know, y'all know this damn story. We can talk about it like five times already. Um, <laughs> ask yourself, how are you feeling? Check in with yourself. How are you feeling? Why do I feel this way? What is it that is making me feel this way? Ask yourself those whys, those whys, those over and over again. I guarantee, this is a trick that I've, I practice even to this day. You'll get to the bottom of whatever's bothering you. Such that when you go out into the world again, if somebody triggers you and be like, hey, Rich, you fat-ass person, I know I'm fat. That's cool. I'm running every single day. I'm doing the best I can. I go to the mm-hmm. gym. I try to main, ma- maintain some type of level of activity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I set goals for myself. I'm not perfect. You know, I fall shy of, of what the Lord expects out of me sometimes. <laughs> I might say a few more cuss words and you probably like, you're like, all right, Rich, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I don't try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the next day, right? because I'm battling that already for myself, I don't care about public opinion. <laughs> I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> hair nappy, but I'm happy, pocket full of dough. Shout out to <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you can hate it. Hate it, love it. The underdog's on top. <laughs> and I'm going to shine on me until my heart stop. Get mm-hmm. ahead, envy me. I am the shoe MVP and I ain't going nowhere until you get known. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I can only, and I'm going to say this last one because, you know, music runs. Music tells the story. <laughs> Day after day, I continue to be <laughs> me, oh me. My name don't start with a G, so I can't go that far. But <laughs> day after day, man, you know. L O V E and I B. L O V E to MCs give love. L-O-V-E and I be the M-O-S-D-E-F-N-E-L-E. Check it out, y'all. Check it out, y'all. Mm. That mm. is my daily affirmation. I love that song by most Def from Black on Both Sides. That mm. is all I have to say about our fellow Black men. It's okay to hold us accountable. But fellas, hold yourself accountable too. Check mm. in with yourself. Understand triggers. And at the end of the day, haters gonna hate. Potatoes gonna potate. Not gonna make everybody happy. That's cool. Make yourself happy because as Will Smith said, I can't control your happiness. You have to get that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Contribute to your own happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's 
See, that was something good Will Smith said. Mm, anyway. Mm-hmm. Now nah, he was dropping gems for sure. Will Smith dropped gems and everybody. Jabari Banks told us that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can't wait for season two of Bel Air. Um, you know, hey. I want to see what this new Bel Air clothing line, the new drop looks like. It may have something to rock with these. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> what can I say? We started this podcast in April of 2018, brother. Yep. We are here four years later in this thing. <laughs> it don't even seem that long. It don't. It time flies when you have fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. What can I say? Time flies. I'm gonna keep these here. I said I will. Time flies when you are having fun. And I can say I have probably learned more about you, your family, and been adopted into your family at every <laughs> single cookout you have. It is mm-hmm. never a time I don't hear a story about where River Rich at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like to be adopted into somebody's family and really kind of creating that ecosystem, creating that family like presence of what you want it to be, to me mm-hmm. means a lot. I hope we did that for you guys, listeners. But all I'm saying is this I'm going to start with this. If I found out you out here making strawberry pound cakes and I don't get no slice. <laughs> I will pull up to your house on blah, 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 blah street <laughs> and blah, blah, Michigan. Yeah. And I will sit on your porch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to even wear a pair of shoes that I know you got because I'm going to be that petty. <laughs> and if I don't get no slice mm-hmm. with some jerk chicken, mm-hmm. we're going to fight. No, nah, what happened was... Mm-mm. Whenever they start with that, it's about to be something. Oh. Nah, we had family dinner yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. Oh, 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 oh. So, what did I just say? No, what did I, it was What did I just say? I said was, we are was, family. We had family dinner. It wasn't at our place. It wasn't at our place. It was at Gabrielle's uh, grandmother's place. So mm-hmm. you know, it was it was it was just her all and grandkids. All I'm yeah. saying is this. Listen. <laughs> Grandma's hands. I love grandma too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love everybody in y'all family. I can't even get a I swung this by, but no. <laughs> um, I got you. I got you. My cousin what, in New York, he he messaged me on the same story you messaged me on and was like, hmm. And I'm like, when you come to Detroit, I'll have one ready for you. But you gotta come nah. to the church to get it. I'm not mailing you no cake to, to Brooklyn, New York. Like. Nah, that junk will be chocolate cake by the time again. You know, when these came in the mail today, the boxes all the like just it looked like somebody had got them. I was sitting here like it wasn't me. Oh no, somebody didn't got my shoe. I was about to be pissed. I was gonna mm-hmm. turn Detroit out. <laughs> but luckily it was just bad packaging you know it, it went from the west coast to here it was just like just throw it everywhere just, just throw it everywhere mm-hmm. just throw it everywhere yeah. um but no in all seriousness brother there is no other person i probably would rather be doing this podcast with and i look forward to whatever the next four years holds hopefully it's more podcast episodes hopefully it's something even more than that as well 
because mm-hmm. as we get back in person, I plan to be in the bag. I don't know about you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm walking right with you. Listen, between matching shoes at photo shoots for all the things, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are truly the other brother that I never knew I could get. So mm-hmm. I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. Four years in this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Which always things it's always so funny to me because we was at Wayne State at the same amount of time. And then it's like we wait. Hey, hey, no attention. It was like, <laughs> I, I knew you. I'll up? see you, and I'll be like, "Oh, he knows somebody else study math. I, I know Richard. Yeah, I know Richard." I see. Somebody be like, "Such and such. Yeah, I know Richard. Oh, yeah. What's up? <laughs> at least we at least we gave each other the head. Nah, you know we kept it alive. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I am just proud to be a part of this brotherhood. Proud to be doing this thing with you. Um, made more days of jerk chicken, uh, Malibu Mitchell moments, and mm-hmm. all of the things. And I do have some Jamaican gold room that we do need to pop open because the summer is coming. And okay. I'm opening with my real ones. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not even going to say on this episode what we got in store for y'all for year four. I'm going to just let it happen. So make sure that you are following all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, maybe Facebook, TikTok, the website, www.mentalmatterspod.com. You know what I'm saying? Search for Mental Matters anywhere you get your social media at. You'll find us right there. Um, Make sure you stream us on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Pods, Spotify, not Shopify. I don't even know how to use that. <laughs> Spotify. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully wherever else you get your podcast. We are so excited to be here for four plus years with you guys. Um, we're going to celebrate four years all year because now we're going into what? Year five. And you know, as we get into year five, we got to get in this bag. We're going to cross that 100 episode mark. We are about 20 episodes away. Um, <laughs> hey, man. More jerk chicken, more mental health for black men. Yep. Hey. I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, more jerk chicken, more Malibu, more fun, more laughter, more family. It's nothing like summertime in Detroit. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> all of the right things to do. Look, yeah. that part. <laughs> so with that being said, is there anything, Jarrell, before we cut these lights out and before we, uh, <laughs> before I go to the gym? I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, I, I saw a quote. I wish I remembered exactly how it went. But uh, I think it's fitting because it says um, a moment of pondering is better than like years of regret. It was something like that that it said. And it was in response to everything that we that we talked about, about what happened at the awards and everything like that. So I, I would just leave with that. Like, I think the old adage my dad used to say that kind of is the same thing as like um, measure 10 times, cut once. Instead of cutting once and then having to remeasure. So I'll just leave with that. Listen, 
That's what we've been doing for four years, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So make sure you apply that in everyday lives, uh, lives, not lives. Mm-hmm. This ain't video mm-hmm. games. Anyway, <laughs> um, shout out to everybody that's rock with us. Shout out to everybody that like college basketball. Shout out to the South Carolina Gamecocks and the oh, yeah. homie Don Staley for getting Don that Staley. national basketball championship for the women Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Good job, UConn. Yep. All greatness intended. Y'all, y'all still a dynasty as far as the college school, um, mm-hmm. as far as the basketball program. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you hear this, we're gonna have a new men's national basketball champion. It may be Kansas, maybe UNC. I went to Wayne State. He did too. What up, dog? No dog in a fight. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> got no dog in this fight. Playoffs is about to start for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Pistons ain't in there. Kate Cunningham better be rookie of the year by the time this week is all said and done. Right. And uh, uh, one pride, I guess we say that. That's cool. Shout out to my Lions. We mm-hmm. love y'all regardless. I still got some stuff that say Lions on it. I still yep. love y'all. I just need y'all to do better. And uh, <laughs> You know, hey, and most importantly, like we said, I can't wait to go get me a new Detroit Tigers fitted. Go Tigers. With that, we love y'all. Stay up. And remember, at the end of the day, life is short. Mm -hmm. Go to therapy. Buy the shoes. shoes. (laughs) With that, we out. Bye. Bye. Yeah. yeah, your mental matters, mental matters, 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 yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your